Welcome to the One Meal, One Workout Podcast, your new approach to food and fitness, brought to you by Element OP Productions, elementop.com. And now, here are your hosts, Aaron Butler, Don Sullivan, and Mark Cockrell. Hey everybody, this is Aaron Butler, back for another episode of One Meal, One Workout. I think this is episode number 40,000, 42. 42 it is. 43. It's episode 43. It's very important that you know the number of the episode that you're recording so that it doesn't have the wrong number on it. With me, as usually always, is Mr. Mark Cockerell and Don Sullivan. Say hello, gentlemen. Hello, gentlemen. Perfect timing, as always. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was pretty good. And so, uh, we'll be, in just a minute, we're going to be talking with, with Adam Brown. Adam has the uh, the illustrious, that's not the right word, the illustrious, no, that's not the right word either. He has the incredible honor uh, of being the, the first guest we ever had on One Mill One Workout ba- way back in episode number two. Uh, and so he's back 40 episodes later to bring some more exciting uh, health-related fitness information for us. And so Adam, I know you're back there lurking in the background. Go ahead and say hi to everybody. Hello, everybody. Awesome. So, uh, Don, I was shocked Aaron. when I pulled up the show notes today. No more standing desk at home. No more standing desk. Dot, dot, dot. At, at home. home. I set one up at work. You set one up at work. Awesome. Yes. They let me put one up at work. So the they gave me a, a keyboard or not a keyboard. Sorry. It is my keyboard stand. Now they gave me a monitor stand, which I turned sideways. So it is, it's sitting up vertically and I took the keyboard drawer from underneath my desk and unscrewed oh. it from there and took a power drill and just screwed it into the mount where the monitor goes on the monitor stand. And it ended up being the perfect height. Awesome. And now it's, it's actually, it swivels. I have a swivel keyboard. It's great. I still can't go up and down, but I can go around. I can move all different places, stand at <laughs> different angles. I guess that's an advantage. Yeah. That's good. You got a hundred and 180 degrees or so of, of, of motion available to you. Indeed. Well, I still have a I'm chair like- behind me and because my whole desk isn't up now I can, now I actually have two workspaces. I have the one that's my normal workspace all the time. That's at standing height. And then if I need to, and with my new job, I actually have had to on multiple occasions, usually several times a day, we'll have other computers or laptops come in or whatever, and those go on the regular desk surface, and I'll sit down Ooh. and work on that, get an image going of a machine or whatever, and then stand back up and check my email and, and do something in my software, and then kind of I'm up and down all day. Excellent. Yeah, I've actually taken it. the week off of standing. I've got a little plantar fasciitis on one of my feet and I have a race Saturday, so I've been trying to rest it. And I've actually now I have people saying, why are you sitting down? You know, for the first month, everybody was saying, why are you standing up? <laughs> now people are saying, why are you sitting down? And so uh, I'm looking forward to getting back to my standing. I have kind of a dual thing now, too. They gave me a desktop computer, so I have that hooked up to my standing desk. And I have my laptop on my docking station that I can sit at so I can grab it when I go to a meeting. But I have my standing desk set up ready to go on Monday, so. Excellent. And um, we got an update from one of our previous guests, too, probably episode 30-something, maybe, from Daniel. Tell us about Daniel. What's going on with him, Don? Daniel who, was, since, who was Daniel? Daniel was from the episode The Holy Grail, right? Daniel got a liposuction procedure done um, and came on the show to talk about the fact that it is not where they just lop the fat off of any part of your body that you would like. It's not and magic. <laughs> yeah, you, you leave and you're suddenly 150 pounds lighter or whatever. You know, um, My idea about lipo was they put a hose to you 
and it's all <laughs> it's gone like, when yeah. you leave. Yeah, you might have some extra skin, and if you go to a good one, they take care of that too. And we learned that was not the case. Well, Daniel um, emailed me, or sorry, sent me a message on Facebook, and I'll go ahead and read it. It's fairly precise. Or Short. We'll go with succinct. It's short. Yeah. Brief. Brief. Short. Uh, Daniel says, I hope you're doing well. I'm going to tell you this regarding smart lipo, which was the type of procedure he had. I've never had better results than just the plain workout diet routine. The smart lipo crap made me feel bloated if I eat anything with salt in it. So essentially, I went back to the way I was at one point. Now I'm in a better position to say working out and portion control works. It gives me energy. It shows. And I just feel healthier overall. Just wanted to update you all on that. Fantastic. So. Daniel says he would skip the lipo. That's uh, that's that's a pretty strong testimonial, and that's not going to be the same for everybody. Of course, we're not against lipo here, but from the guy that not we categorically against it, we're only somewhat indeed, against it. From from the story that we told about lipo, that's uh, that's where he's at. Is Mark anything going on with you? I don't want to bypass you over just because you don't happen to have something next to Mark colon in the uh, show notes. Uh, no, I'm I'm pretty much good. Thanks. You're good. Okay. Well, real quick, I got a, an article here from WebMD that I thought was pretty interesting that my friend Kent sent me, and it's it's titled Five Dietary Patterns Most Americans Fit Into," and they did this big this big uh, study of like 21,000 people, uh, 45 and older, and they broke it down. And, and you tell me, guys, which one of these you are, uh, if you are, and Adam, feel free to chime in as well. Southern, which is fried processed meats and sugar sweetened beverages. Traditional, which is Chinese and Mexican food, pasta dishes, pizza soup, and other mixed dishes, including frozen and or takeout. Healthy, mostly fruits, vegetables, and grains. Sweets, large amounts of sweet snacks and desserts. Or alcohol, <laughs> proteins, alcohol, and salads. Wow. So, uh, any, any, any one in particular, Don, Mark, uh, Adam, that you find yourself falling into? Well, despite being a lifelong Southern boy, I fall into the traditional category more than the Southern. Well, I used to be a Southern traditional alcoholic sweetie. <laughs> I'd eat lots of all of those. And now I'd find myself probably in between a healthy and traditional. How about you, Don? Oh, I'm Southern born and Southern bred. And when I die, I will die of a heart attack. So. <laughs> a positive outlook on a With a moon pie in one hand and an RC cola in the other. Amen, brother. Awesome. How about How about you, Adam? I know you probably don't have the article right in front of you, so it's. You know, Southern's fried, processed, traditional is Chinese and Mexican food, healthy fruits, vegetables, and grains. I'm just guessing you probably lean that way. But I bet you stay away from well, grains. Yeah. Just guessing. yeah, I've definitely got the healthy uh, thing, but then I've also got, what was the one with the sweets? Yeah, large amounts of sweet snacks and desserts. Yeah, I can definitely, uh, I can I can fall into that really easily on a good cheat day, so. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, it's funny that, they really, that was a pretty big study. I mean, 21,000 people, 45 and older. And I know you guys, none of y'all are, none of us are 45 and older. I'm the closest. Um, it, they show clear differences in diet patterns between demographic and socioeconomic groups. And it's, it's really interesting. Um, gender, uh, income, education, all those things kind of aggregate, aggregate, <laughs> aggregated <laughs> in those five different uh, areas. So interesting article. And I'll put the link to it in the show notes huh. and, um, People can take a read at it and see if you if you really fall in. Uh, yeah the uh, the thing that's kind of funny is 
people tend, you know, over their lifetime to fall into one of those categories and probably stay there in a lot of ways. You're kind of, you know, a lot of times you end up eating the way you're raised. And if you don't make a change when you become an adult, uh, I would expect that most people um, tend to stick in that one category um, unless you make a concerted effort to change it. It's like the uh, scripture says, train, train up a child in the way he should go, and he will not depart from it when he is old. Uh, it's exactly. true if you don't train him up in the way he should go. Either way, <laughs> yeah. he will not depart from it. Exactly. Yeah, that's a, it is. You know, those lifelong habits. And that's why Dr. Laura, not Dr. Laura, Laura Field that we've had on the show a couple of times, not her Dr. thing Laura. is forming early eating decisions. It's about teaching kids to make good choices early. And so we have with us, big market segue. By, I, yeah, I just changed the topic. We have with us Adam Brown. Adam's a, a good friend of mine. How long have we known each other now, Adam? 15 years? Uh, yeah, about 15 years. 15 or so years. Adam knew me when I was fat and not famous, and now he knows me when I'm not quite as fat and still not famous. And, you know, he hasn't changed the attitude toward me at all, and that's been awesome. Uh, but right, I knew yeah. Adam when he was he was a quote-unquote average guy. I mean, you've always been a, a fairly healthy, athletic guy, but I think we talked about on the first show about – six, probably almost seven years ago now, you decided uh, just on a, on, a, on a whim, you know what, I think I'm going to go buy those new shoes I like and suddenly become healthy. And uh, <laughs> and you uh, changed your, your diet and you started working out, lifting weights, getting fit, and uh, and you've stuck with it for, like I said, six or seven years now, right? Exactly, yeah. Uh, it's it's you, been uh, actually right about, um, I guess right about eight years now. Eight years? Man, time flies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, wouldn't um, change it. You know, I'll tell you the good part about that is that the longer you stick with it, the more it's kind of you're kind of stuck with it. You know, it's it's like the longer <laughs> you you do it, the, the the worse you feel when you don't do it. So, right. I've been doing it long enough now that if I don't do it for even a week or two, I just feel worthless and lazy. So, it's a good thing. Yeah, it really does become a part of your life if you if you it, the whole lifestyle thing really isn't just a cliche. It is a cliche, but exactly. it's not just a cliche. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly. also true. So, Adam, tell tell us real quick a little bit about yourself and your incredibly awesome job that most people would love to have. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you, I, I I tell people all the time. I just told a parent today, as a matter of fact, I uh, was a classroom teacher uh, for the last five years, and uh, this year I started a new job. I'm actually a PE coach uh, this year at a charter school here in town. And uh, I absolutely love it. It is the greatest job in the world. I was just telling a parent today and tell people all the time that I go to work every day a little bit nervous that they're going to figure out that they're paying me money to do what I do because I literally <laughs> go and, and, yeah, it's we get, I, I go and I have six classes most days and uh, we exercise for 15, 20 minutes to get the class going and then we play the rest of the time. And so um, it's it's a great way. But for me to get exercise all day long, uh, it's a great way for me to hopefully motivate kids to get exercise and and uh, enjoy sports and, and just having a good time. So, like right. I say, I hope they don't wake up one of these days and go, you know, we're paying that guy to do what he does, and we need to quit that. Cause it's he should a, be paying it's us. A wonderful situation. It's like my, my lesson plan for the day, okay? 8 to 8.30, kickball. 8.30 to 9, dodgeball. <laughs> 9 exactly. to 9.30, some other ball. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah. totally right up my alley. It's so perfect. So, um, well, I know you love kids, and, and uh, that's I'm I'm really happy for you that you've got a job that you love. So, well, awesome. Thank so, you. I had a we had a show uh, listener to the show sending a really nice email. I read it last week. I won't read it all to you again. Frank sent an email, and 
had a couple of questions and suggestions for show topics. One of them was uh, to about how to pick a gym, how to join a gym, um, you know, what to look for in a gym, that kind of thing. So we covered that in our last show. And his other one was, what about having a gym at home? What kind of things should we look at? What should we consider? And so I immediately thought of Adam because I know Adam has worked out. You've been a member of a gym, but you've also worked out at home for a lot of this eight years. Am I correct? Correct. That's correct. Yeah. And you got a you got a great little gym there at your house. And uh, and I thought, uh, well, if Adam, if Adam doesn't know about I, working out at home, nobody will. Exactly. We've got a little bit of a satellite delay since we're beaming this up to SATCOM four, bouncing it off of NORAD three, and and uh, through the world of Google. So if Adam and I talk over ourselves a little more than our typical show, it's 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 the uh, it's the equipment, not my rudeness. I'm not just saying, well, he's my friend. I'll just talk over him. <laughs> Sometimes it takes a second for him for for him to get back to me and me to him. So, all right. So Adam, uh, we threw we I threw some you know some general notes in there, and then I just let you go to town on it. So. I'm going to let you kind of take the lead on the conversation and Mark and Don and I'll chime in with our experiences. And, um, so kind of, I approach this topic, uh, and topics like this in kind of the, uh, if I had a friend who asked me, you know, not just a passing question, but really wanted to know, Hey, what do I really need to think about a gym? And I was just going to answer that question conversationally. Um, what kind of things I would, I would say. And so feel free to just kind of jump in and start talking and we'll just see where it goes. Okay. Um, should, as far as there, and I'm sorry, how do you, how would you like me to start this? I mean, to me, when you're talking, uh, Jim, you are you saying, okay, uh, well, let me I just kind of, we, kinda, we kinda, could, we could take it down, break it down kind of like I threw it in the notes. We could address it yeah, kind of from, okay. uh, break it down. Boom. Okay. Yeah. Break down, it down. Down. No, no, no. Um, the sections, you know, so the first thing I threw in was no equipment, Jim. If you don't have any equipment at all, um, but yeah. you want to work out at home, how would you kind of go that route? Or if you, if you travel a lot and you can't take a, you know, 10 dumbbells with you in your carry on. Sure. Exactly. Um, you know, I'll tell you as far as the no equipment type workout, um, I, I've become a real big fan of, of, uh, the rubber band, the bands that use the workout bands and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, those things are, are so cheap and affordable. And and they really do offer a great workout. Um, I buy some uh, that I get from Academy. And Academy, you can give me any amount of money you want for the little <laughs> spot there. But uh, uh, but anyway, I I buy buy mine at Academy, and they come in a weighted um, type band where it, it goes anywhere from like five pounds up to I think thirty or something like that. And uh, to me, those things are perfect. You know, anytime we we go on a trip or anything like that, I I pack a couple of my bands with me. And I take those with me and stuff. And so when you say a no-equipment uh, type gym, I would say, very least, do yourself a big favor and buy some of those, those rubber bands because they really are incredible tools. Uh, they really do provide you with a good workout. The resistance that they offer is really, really great. So um, even though you, you say the no-equipment gym, I would say, uh, bare minimum, good. Do yourself a favor and go out and buy some of those bands because they really, really, really are incredible tools. They offer, uh, you can do so many different exercises with them and stuff like that. Um, they're as not far that expensive as they either, right? Exactly. No, they're not. I, most of my bands that I have bought have been uh, right around 10 to $15 each, which, uh, you know, when you, you think about uh, the cost of, of true uh, weight equipment and things like that, I mean, it's, it's next to nothing. And so, um, you know, like I, I really hit at last time. I mean, it's it's worth every penny you spend. If it's for your health and it it 
provide you with a, a longer, healthier life than I say any dime is worth spending on, on equipment like that. So, right. so um, like three as months far worth as, of, for three months worth of a gym membership, you could have a full complement of Elastabands. Oh, absolutely. And they're not just the, uh, what you always see on the commercials where the guy stands on them and you do curls, you know, at least the, I have exactly. a set and they have a little strap where you can hook them over the door so you can right. make them to like a lat pull down thing. And then they'll have, uh, you know, they'll have hooks, not, not hooks on them, but hand straps where you can, you can, uh, put them under one foot and pull up into the right and pull up into the left. And it, there, exactly. there really is a, a lot of different exercises you can do. And I bet you if you were to Google elastic band workouts or stretch band workouts, you'd probably get 1.8 billion hits like you do for everything on Google. And surely, or even just exactly. go to YouTube, I'm sure you could find out an, uh, you know, a, a great workout or two on there and some great ideas. In fact, mine came with a whole little booklet that had yeah. 25 exercises exactly. you can do with these elastic bands. Exactly. Mine do too. Mine come with a, a complete, uh, it's a fold-out poster thing, and it's got every exercise. And I'll tell you, the great thing about the bands is, what I was going to say a little while ago, is the, the, the problem where you, you really miss out with doing a no equipment gym where you have absolutely nothing is you're basically relying on body weight. And so depending on how healthy you are or how healthy you aren't is going to dictate what you can and can't do because when you're thinking about body weight exercises, you're, you're instantly looking at push-ups, you're looking at, at squats, you're looking at, uh, uh, you know, just different uh, body weight exercises. And a lot of people aren't really going to be able to do that kind of stuff. And so by going out and buying a, a band or buying a couple of bands, I mean, you don't have to go out and get a, a ton of these things because, you know, you go out and you get one that's maybe 10 pounds and get one that's 20 pounds. And it, you know, like I said, it comes, the ones I buy come with a poster, and I'm sure all of them will. Uh, that shows you all the different exercises. You can work every body part on your body that way versus whenever you're talking about a, just a strictly body weight workout, uh, you're going to be really limited to what you can do and, and what body parts you can work and stuff. And so it's, it's a great way to get a good full body workout, like I say, for, you know, 20, 30 bucks. Another, another great thing about the elastic bands that is, uh, is uh, you don't have to worry about dropping them on the floor. I mean, you don't want to let go of them and, and you know, bust your TV or something, but... <laughs> you don't have the problem of dropping the weights on the floor or uh, getting, you know, trying to do some kind of thing where you lay down on a coffee table and do some bench presses with your heavy dumbbells and you end up dropping the weight on yourself or on, you know, your GI Joe or whatever. So they're they're a safe way to exercise for the most part too. They're they, they, they're pretty easy to um to not hurt yourself as long as you're not doing some kind of weird range of motion Chuck Norris thing. Exactly. Yeah, they're pretty pretty foolproof. So if I were to go, Adam, let's just talk about, let's talk about dumbbells since I brought them into the conversation. Additional ones besides me, yeah. myself, and Don. And uh, me, myself, and Don. See, I can't even say me, Mark, and Don because I'm such a dumbbell. Uh. Uh, um, <laughs> if you've got dumbbells, uh, what, what, what should I look for in dumbbells? I mean, do, you, do, you, do I want to buy the little hand, the little uh, po the, we're trying to think about, the uh, handles that you put the weights on the ends, like, you, you know, back in the Joe Weider 70s things where you put the little clamps on the end or do I want to buy the solid steel ones or do I want to go spend $400 and get the adjustable ones that you can just turn the dial and do anything from five pounds to 80 pounds? I mean, what do you, what, what's your take as the expert on this show today uh, on dumbbells? Um, well, you know, again, it's, it's going to depend a lot on uh, how much you're willing to spend. You know, I mean, I, for me personally, um, I, you know, 
as a school teacher, I don't have a lot of money, and so a lot of what I use um, are the adjustable dumbbells. I, I've bought, um, actually I've got two sets of the adjustable handles, and uh, I've got a bunch of, of uh, just regular free weights that I have uh, picked up over the years and stuff. And, uh, and I'll tell me. you, the great part, I'm sorry? Some of them from me. Yeah, exactly. Some of your weights are and, some of the ones that I had when I moved to Atlanta. And well, I didn't bring them yeah, with exactly. Because I, I wasn't yeah, using them. And I still, <laughs> <laughs> I've still got the bench and everything. Still use it every day. So I uh, have definitely got our money's worth out of it. But yeah. uh, as far as the dumbbells, though, like I say, to me personally, the adjustable dumbbells work great. Um, they're much cheaper than going with the, the set dumbbells that you buy, the, you know, five and five pound increments and stuff. Uh, one great thing about the adjustable dumbbells is, is other than just being cheap, is that um, they're 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 easy to you can adjust them to better weights or, or more precise weights uh, versus like I say with a lot of the uh, set dumbbells, you know you go in five pound increments, and so if you if you get to say 35 pounds, you're doing curls of 35 pounds, and you're getting to the point where you're doing reps where you're going, you know, this isn't this is just isn't enough for me anymore. But then you start trying to do forties. Let's say, for instance, you're doing thirty five pound dumbbells and you're doing three sets of ten with that, and then you go, Well, you know, it's time to time to have to wait. But forty pounds is, is such a, a, a big ch- a big uh change that suddenly you can only get three sets of maybe seven or maybe eight, you know. Right. And so it's nice to have the adjustable weights because you can go from 35 to, to maybe a 37-pound dumbbell. And now, that's what I, I do, of tend a, to do a lot. A couple of other advantages would be, um, now they're not cheap, but if you were to have even just the five-pound increments, you'd have to have, for most guys, you'd probably want to start at 10 or 15, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. You'd have to have all those weights and... They have a. Um, not only do they, you have to pay for all of them, you have to have somewhere exactly. to put them. You got to have a rack, or you know, the floor split, floor space. Um, you know, so the the adjustable. If I'm if I understand right, Adam, you know, it's just it's the it takes up the space of two large dumbbells. Right. Exactly. And then you, you, you know, adjust them and you pick it up, and yeah. it leaves a certain amount of weight sitting there. Right. And I'll tell you, I mean, I, I have the set weights. You know, I, I bought uh, I bought a um, a guy's kind of bought his gym out a while back, and uh, and I've got the jump dumbbells. I've got from five pounds up to sixty pound dumbbells. And to be honest with you, a lot of times I go with my adjustable dumbbells because again I can get those smaller increments and uh, a change and everything. Uh, but also it's just it's quicker and it's easier. You know, I I can adjust those things real fast, and and I'm not. Because the the sets do tend to be they, they tend to be cumbersome and they tend to take up a bunch of weight, and uh, for me it's just easier to just grab up the adjustable dumbbells and and put what I need on there and and go. So uh, did did you I, say I, how, how much I could expect to pay for a good set of adjustable dumbbells? Uh, you're looking at about a dollar a pound typically. So, um, you know, I mean, when well, you add it all for, up, I mean, for, like I say, I've, that's for regular dumbbells, right? About a dollar a pound. Right, uh-huh. Yeah, that's now, for the, about, the set. How about the adjustable dumbbells? Oh, the adjustable dumbbells. Uh, well, that, I uh, what I did a while back was I bought handles uh, that came with, I believe it was 30 pounds of weight for each dumbbell. Uh, the set was $25 of Academy. So, and then it's a, a weeder set. And uh, then okay. what I've done is I've bought, yeah, 
I have bought um, additional weight plates. Um, anytime that I've needed weight plates, I've gone out and I've bought the additional plates. And for the standard size holes, which is what I, I use, I don't use the Olympic size holes on the dumbbells. Uh, for the the standard size plates, those are on about seventy five dollars a pound, so they're a bit cheaper that way too. Seventy five cents a pound. Uh huh. Yeah, you yeah, said seventy five dollars. <laughs> you scare everybody away from oh, it. Oh, no, I'm sorry. A 70, no, sorry. No, seventy five <laughs> cents a pound. I'm sorry. Right now, so you're using the kind where you actually put the uh, the weights on the bar, just like on a regular bench press bar, like an Olympic bar, and then it has some kind of clasp that holds them on. But they have the, right, if you've got, got the a, money, they've got the, um, I don't know who makes them, not NordaTrack, but um, I can't remember right now off the top of my head. A couple people probably make them where it, it actually yeah. is an adjust. You turn a dial and you can adjust them yeah. by two and a half pound increments. And when you pick them up, it just, the, the right amount of weight comes up with the handles. But those are three or four hundred dollars exactly. for the set. Now they're fancy. Yeah. They're super and cool. I mean, they're yeah. awesome, but they're expensive. Exactly. Well, on that set, uh, most of those for the, the three to four hundred dollars, like you say, that's for a set that goes from five pounds to fifty pounds. And so, if you're looking for something where you can use, uh, you know, have your dumbbells and stuff, then again, I mean, it's going to be the more. Those usually run like six to seven hundred dollars for the bigger set. Wow. So yeah, it's you definitely pay to to get that. So what about? But you know, Adam, what do you think? What do you think about kettle? Are they called kettle well, kettlebells or kettle weights? The kettle things. They're not kettlebells. kettlebells. I know what those are. Those are timpani, but the, <laughs> they're, they seem, they're real popular. Yeah, they're, now. they're kind of in vogue. They've got, you know, people on late night television selling, selling entire kettlebell workouts. Yeah. Um, you know, the kettlebell craze right now is it's kind of a trend and, uh, and I think there's a lot of good to it, but I also think that there's a lot of, of, uh, this can be a little bit dangerous if you're not real careful with them because you, you, you tend to use uh, the movements with those is a lot more uh, unilateral where you're, you're using uh, both sides of your body. And uh, so, it, it, you know, I, a lot of what I have read about those things is that uh, they do more damage probably than good just because um, the exercises that you tend to do with the, the kettlebells is uh, switching from one side to the other. And so uh, you can really do back damage and, and things like that. So, uh, I, I think it's it's kind of a trend that's going to come and go pretty quickly, and I think people are going to going to get away so, from it. You know, those were the kettlebell actually came from back in the old days, whenever you know men were kind of figuring out yeah. the whole bodybuilding thing, and so it's it's you know it's kind of a throwback to the past, and it's I think it's fun and trendy, and people enjoy the change. But I, like I say, I don't think it's going to last. I think it's going to go away. Right. Quickly. So the the so the the real answer is. Wait about nine months, and you can get all the kettlebells you want. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you, yeah. they'll, be, they'll be cheap then. Everybody that bought them will have them sitting in their garage. So exactly. uh, tell, us, tell us a little bit, Adam, about – we talked about, you know, you, you've been an advocate, um, you know, an avid home workout guy for the last several years. I'm sure, like anybody that does something um, over time as a hobby or as a uh, something to do that they enjoy, like Mark – he started off with one little mixer and a couple of microphones. Now he has an entire pod pod built in his garage with soundproofing material. Tell us about your home gym as it stands right now. Give us a, a two minute walkthrough. We know you got lots of adjustable dumbbells, but what do you have there? And, 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 and where's it at? Is it in your garage? Is it in um, your, your extra bedroom? Is it in the, on the back porch? It is. It's in my garage. Um, we've got a two car garage and, uh, I, uh, whenever we moved here, I, I decided I was going to give up my parking space and, 
put my little gem in there. And I'll tell you, whenever I graduated from college um, eight years ago, no, I'm sorry, six years ago, um, I took what little bit of money I got for graduation and I bought, I got on eBay and I bought a squat rack and uh, a bench and some dumbbells um, and then um, also a uh, barbell and a bunch of, uh, I think it was like 350 pounds worth of Olympic weights. Uh, that I bought from a guy on eBay for $300, which was a total bargain. This uh, squat rack, wow. is, it's, it's a good, yeah, a really good brand. It's it's like a, I looked it up after I got home with it, and it was like a $1,000 squat rack alone. And then the weight set, and I got dumbbells from him from, uh, I think it was 10 pounds up to 40 pounds or something like that. And so I mean, really got a, just an incredible bargain on this. And then I'll tell you, I've looked uh, several times after that. I mean, I, I could probably go on right now and find similar deals so they're out there. Uh, but anyway, I've got my squat rack. Um, I've got a regular uh, straight bench. Um, and then I've got the bench that I got from you, Aaron, which is the, the incline bench or the adjustable incline bench. And um, I've gotten since then, uh, gosh, I must have, I don't know, a good 1,000 pounds worth of uh, free weights. Um, and I've got a couple of uh, Olympic barbells. I've got two sets of the adjustable dumbbells, and like I said a while ago, I've got uh, set dumbbells from uh, five pounds up to sixty pounds. And uh, you so know, you just you, you, you find you've got a problem, don't you, Adam? You you have a habit. <laughs> I do. I have a habit. <laughs> you're, you're like Mark with the sound <laughs> equipment, and me with my comic books, and exactly. you've, got, you've got you've got an issue. You, as long as it's keeping you yeah, healthy, I you get, know what? That's a, I go through these these funny phases where I I suddenly start thinking, you know, I need to buy something, and so yeah. I, I can get a little bit out of control with it. But, I haven't spent any uh, money you know, in a while. I, I really need to do something about that. <laughs> yeah, well, I haven't either, so I need to go shopping this weekend. No, but anyway, so, and then like I said, I've like got, you can do I've just got about anything you want there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, as far as a, a free weight workout goes, I have got everything you could possibly need. Do you uh, have which a is the beauty of that. Uh, do what? Do you have a T bar row machine? That would be, I've always wanted one of those. T-bar row, not not a rowing machine, but T-bar, you know, the T-bar row. Where you is it T-bar row? Oh, T-bar row. Yeah, that would be that would be really cool. I'd like to have that, and I'd like to have a seated cat machine. Those two. Oh, and a Smith machine would be nice. So, anybody, anybody's got a lead out there for me. So, what's this for those that aren't workout fanatics? um, And because I'm not really sure myself, what is? I know what a Smith machine is. A Smith machine is basically it's a barbell that is attached to two cylinders that goes up and down and has little hooks so you can set the set the uh, the height and kind of as a as a safety measure so you can do bench and if you're going to drop it on yourself you can hook it and not worry about dying or squats but when you exactly. say a squat rack is that just a rack to put a bar on to be able to stand up under it and get it off and then squat down and stand back up and then put it back on the rack that's right yeah, okay, it's so basically it's a, a square or a rectangular uh, set of bars that are set up to where it's got two adjustable poles that you can, can slide to whatever height you need to so that if you're lifting weights by yourself and you get to a point where you can't get the weight back off of you, you just drop it down to those two bars that you put across, and they basically grab the, the barbell and, and keep you safe. So it's it's one of those uh, safety measures that keeps me from killing myself sometimes. <laughs> so just real quick, um Tell us real uh, and real quick what you, as far as how many days a week do you work out? Just out of curiosity, just to kind of share what you're doing. Are you a, are you a three day a week guy, a six day a week guy? Yeah, these days I uh, I'm doing about five days a week. 
uh, on a good week, and so most weeks I'm getting five days a weekend. Uh, you know, I said this last time, it kind of depends on what my goals are, and uh, these days, of course, with springtime and summertime coming and stuff, well, I'm a little bit more uh, trying to cut off some of the fat that I may have put on over the winter, trying to bulk up and stuff, and so these days, it's five days a week I work. Um, different body parts each day. Um, on, on Mondays, I do uh, my back and my, or mainly chest and a little bit of back work. On a Tuesday, I'll work my legs. Wednesday, I'll work my abs. Uh, Thursday, I'll work my uh, back with a little bit of chest work. And then on a Friday, I'll do shoulder stuff. Now, see, the difference is on you've got that broken down that way, whereas I tend to still want to fall back to Monday is spaghetti, and then Tuesday <laughs> is cheeseburger, and then Wednesday is lasagna. <laughs> I, I try not to, but you know that would that would be an easy thing for me to fall back into if I if I didn't really watch myself. Yeah, Mark, I do have a question there, Adam. Um, uh, I noticed when you were r- running down your gear there, there's no uh, cardio gear. There's no elliptical. There's no mm-hmm. bicycle. It's all weights. Do you do you not do cardio, or is that something that you just do you go for a run at night, or does your day job give you enough of that that you don't need it? What what's the story <laughs> there? Yeah, you know the beauty is is my day job doesn't doesn't provide me with good cardio these days. I, I didn't get finished with it. I do have a, a treadmill that I bought um, a couple of years ago that I honestly have not been on uh, probably all uh, since, probably since, I don't know, end of summer last year. Um, again, my job kind of provides me with that. But also, I, uh, you know, I tell you, I've become a big, big fan of the jump rope. And so uh, I definitely cool. encourage people that if you want a really good cardio workout, buy yourself a jump rope and See how long you can jump rope because it's not what it was when we were kids. <laughs> and when you're kids, you can go forever <laughs> until the teacher made you stop. You know exactly. Yeah, yeah. We uh, at school uh, not too long ago we're doing jump rope, and you know I'd get out there with the kids, and I'd be jumping rope for a few minutes, and then I'd be huffing and puffing, and they'd still keep going. And so it's it's not like it used to be when we were little anymore. So I've got my work cut out for me. But yeah, I got into the jump rope thing. It's pretty fun. That's a cool idea. You know, I had not even thought about that. I've got a pull-up bar. I've got some dumbbells. I've got a bench. You know, I do cardio and jump rope is something I need. And I got elastic bands. I need to go grab me a jump rope. That's awesome. And a jump rope is like the cheapest piece of equipment you could possibly buy. $8 at any toy store. Well, I said I need to go grab me a jump rope. I need to go out in my storage room and cut a piece of rope. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> off of the <laughs> roll of rope I have. No uh, way, man. You got to have the one yeah. that's got those plastic uh, pasta noodles all the way down them. <laughs> that you, you hold it with both handles in one hand and you whip somebody with it. And it's like you hit them with a cat of nine tails it. or something. Those things are awesome. Yeah, what can I, just let me tell myself here, this is how uh, how ghetto I can be with, with things like that. Is I actually took a, uh, a guitar cable that I have that had broken like a, I don't know, 15 foot guitar cable or something. And I, I cut it down to size and I actually use that for a jump rope. And it works great. I mean, it's weighted really well and, and uh, swings well and does the tangle and stuff. So that's, that's, awesome. that's my ghetto gym right there. That's the way we roll in the hood, in the Tyler hood. That's, the one I'm, that's what I'm saying. So, um, you got a couple of, I got a couple of things here in, in, uh, in the full blown home gym thing. One of the cool things I think would be, and tell me if you think this would be beneficial, if somebody could pick one of these up cheap, um, is, is, is a squat rack with a pull-down extension on it. I know that's one of the harder things to do um, is the pull-down motion, the lat pull-down, especially if you can't quite do a chin-up yet. I do assisted chin-ups because right. I still can't quite do a chin-up, and I can use my uh-huh. elastic bands, but I, when I do go to the gym, I love the lat pull-down or something like that. Is that something that, mm-hmm. that you find? Now, do, you have a lat pull-down bar, don't you? Right, exactly. 
Yeah, because yeah, you're. Yeah, I remember it's, the, it's I the bench. I was gonna say the bench. Go ahead. <laughs> As we both politely wait for each other and cause dead air, I think yeah. the bench that that you got for me had a lap pull down on it, didn't it? Yeah, exactly. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, that one did, and then the the one that I've got out in the garage does. And you know that's pretty standard um, stuff. You know that that. Well, no, I'm not gonna go off on that rabbit trail. Yeah, that's definitely, and, and I'll tell you, that's that's a perfect thing to have with your your squat rack, is if it comes with a lat pull down uh, thing on it. You know, you you can do the lat pull downs, you can do uh, different variations of a, a pull down movement like that. You can also work your triceps uh, with the push downs and things like that. So, um, having the lat attachment on the the squat rack like that is ideal. You definitely want to have that um, if that's the route you go. So, I highly recommend it. I got I got a I got a brain teaser for you. You used to teach reg, regular school as opposed to just PE. So uh, I'm gonna give you a, I'm gonna give you a test. If I uh, if I was your friend, which I am, and I came to you and I said I have a hundred dollars, Adam, one hundred dollars, not more than. It's like the old. It's like um, what show is that? Is it uh, not what was, I can't remember the show where they would redecorate and they had a budget of a thousand dollars. And it would uh-huh, be like, yeah. I did. I did my my house for not, it was that uh, was the house swap. Where the you know what was that called? Something about rooms. I, yeah, I know what you're trading talking spaces. About. Trading, trading spaces. spaces. Thank you, Don. Yes. Oh wow, uh, that's that was an actual show, <laughs> man. Yeah, trading spaces I, where I they would I've heard something and, like that. I've never seen it. The neighbors. What, what happened is your neighbors would come over and decorate a room in your house, and you would go over and decorate a room in your neighbor's house, <laughs> and you'd each have a you know a, a design consultant person with you, and you had a thousand dollar budget, and it would be like we spent nine hundred ninety eight dollars and forty seven cents. You know they would go down to the penny. So Adam, you've got a hundred dollars to spend to equip Don with a home gym. Yeah. How are you going to spend that one hundred dollars? I am going to take Don. To buy adjustable dumbbells and whatever, however many weight plates we could afford to buy with that. I'll tell you, I am a huge, huge proponent of dumbbells, dumbbell exercises. Um, They're just, you you can do so many different exercises with a set of dumbbells like that. Um, Most of the the work that I do and whenever I do work out is with dumbbells. Uh, Barbells are good and fine and all, but there's nothing better than a good set of dumbbells because you're working. Um, you know, working your muscles uh, separately from each other, so you're not you're not allowing one side to cheat and do a little bit more weight, uh, a little bit more work than the other. So, uh, for me, I'd take them and buy dumbbells, and then, like I say, whatever, uh, however many pounds of, of uh, weight plates we could buy for it that we would need beyond that, that's where the money would go for sure. Would you would you take ten dollars of it or fifteen dollars of it and get at least a couple of sets of elastic bands, or if you had the if you had to pick, would you go ahead and put the money on the dumbbells? You know, for a hundred dollars, um, uh, I think you'd be pretty pressed to to get all the weight you would possibly need. Because I, I mean, I'm, whenever I say that, I'm thinking, you know, bench press, and I'm thinking of. So you're going right. to need some weight for it. And so, yeah, yeah I would definitely get. If you're going to spend that much money, go ahead and and buy the dumbbells and and uh, you know, elastic bands are great for a person who. Uh, the example you gave earlier was somebody who's traveling or something like that, or maybe doesn't have a space. Uh, and they're great for something like that, but if, if it's a person who really is wanting to commit to something like that and, and commit $100 to it, then I would say go get some dumbbells, and and uh, you got a great tool there. Excellent. And I walk in and I say, uh, 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 what really? Uh, was he really thinking that? I hate it. It's terrible. This is horrible. What was he thinking? Because that was always the best part of those shows. 
Oh, you're talking about trading spaces. I was when like, people walk out of the Adams advice, you're talking it. about trading spaces whenever they see their area and they're like, What is he thinking? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, that's yeah. the only reason that's I ever watch the shows. Well, my, yeah, I always, always love the, the reaction. I always love the ones where it would be like, okay, so Don's going to do my house and I'm going to do Don's house. And and I tell Don, Don knows that the one thing I absolutely hate is, I don't know, pop art. And, the, and the, <laughs> the decorator guy says, we're going to cover his entire bedroom wall with pop art. And Don says, Aaron doesn't <laughs> like pop art. And they say, well, my design calls for the entire so bedroom I'm the wall designer, and that's all there is to it. So what? I'm the designer, and that's all there is to it. That's what exactly. they say. We're going to do this my the, way. It's going to look the, fabulous. The couple was the the husband was a was a pastor, and they didn't drink at all, and they decorated the entire kitchen wall with wine um, wine bottle labels uh-huh. and put a wine rack in. <laughs> that was one of their main design elements. Was a was a wine rack that hung well, over uh, the the um. Over the, uh, what do you call that thing in the middle? Not a chocolate block. Island. Thank you. They put it, <clears throat> Don, you're just answering all my questions tonight. They put a giant wine rack over the island, and the couple walked in and was like, that's a wine rack. I don't even have a single <laughs> bottle of wine, much less several bottles necessitating a rack. And they didn't realize that's they were playing awesome. Wayne's World when they did it. But So anyway, Adam, thank you very much for your time. Do you have any final thoughts or encouragement to those people out there? I, I'm, I'm pretty sure from the feedback I've gotten from this show, we have everything from people who run 40, 50 miles a week, work out in the gym, all the way to people who are still trying to make that first step toward um, getting fit. We have a pretty good cross-section of, of listeners. So just is there any encouragement you'd like to give um, to people out there that are wanting to be more fit and be more healthy? Um, move. That's my encouragement is just keep on moving, keep on doing something. You know, that that's what – I thought you were saying, I, don't I live that. in Texas. It's too hot. I'm going to need to move up somewhere <laughs> north where it's – Yeah. <laughs> Live away from where you are. That's the answer. Most now, accidents happen within just 20 get minutes out. of the home. <laughs> get out and move. That's that's what it's it's all about. It's finding something you enjoy and doing it. Uh, you know, for me, it's lifting weights. I enjoy doing that, and I get out and I do it, and I'm motivated to do it. I uh, know, Aaron, for you, it's it's jogging and stuff, and so it's it's all about finding something you enjoy and you look forward to every day, and not something you begrudge. And uh, so, like I say, just find that thing and, and do it and keep on moving. All right. I really appreciate your time, Adam. It's good to talk to you. Since you don't Absolutely. answer your cell phone, this is the only way I can get to talk to you. I have to get you on my podcast to be able to talk. Did you really just, <laughs> did you really just do that to me on your podcast, Aaron? Yes, I did. Oh, I did. How did you in front of everybody that Adam doesn't answer his phone? Now, now, now it's you, out there for the masses to hear. Now, the, the social pressure, now you have to answer when I call. Not really. I know. So not like I call you every day and leave a message. Um, now he's you, never going to answer, Aaron. <laughs> well, that's a no change at all, Don. It's okay. <laughs> oh, if I need him, I can, I, I can email him. He responds to email. He responds to Facebook. He responds to text messages. He's just not a phone guy. It's okay. Uh, my wife's not a, my, my wife's not know, a phone girl. It makes my uh, ear hurt. I'm sorry. It's... <laughs> Brilliant. Awesome. I have a friend uh, like that. I have to text him and say, answer your phone and then call him. You you text him and tell him to answer it first and then he answers it. That's funny. There you go. Well, you know, it's, um, it's, it's quite a modern convenience that we're, that we're spoiled with even, even having phones, you know, so accessible to people. So, you know, 30 years ago, I would have had to send you a letter and ask you to come to Atlanta to be on my show. And my show would have been us going down to the town hall (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> passing out flyers and, you, and us getting up on the stage and talking about it, you know. So uh, maybe not 30 years ago, maybe 70 years ago. 
What was that? That'd be fun. I said that'd be fun. It would be. It would be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I need you guys need to come out here. We'll take you take you hiking and climbing. It's a lot of fun things to do in the Atlanta area. And, and Adam, I think you hit it right on the uh, head. You got to move. We learned that from uh, Travis Saunders, uh, our sedentary guy. You got to get up. You got to move. You got to not sit on your duff all day long um, and exactly. expect, I think, to change. So, again, Adam, yeah, thank you very much for your time, and I will talk to you next time we have you on the podcast. <laughs> Sounds good, guys. I've enjoyed it. That was, of course, Adam Brown, super fit guy and super cool guy. Um, giving him a hard time there about about not answering his phone, but you know, he's, he's got more important things to do. He's raising our youngins for us. He's taking care of our chillings. And so, uh, Adam's a great guy and he is, you know, very, uh, very dedicated to, to being fit and healthy and made some significant changes in his life. And it's, it's, uh, influencing the people around him, encouraging others. And that's fantastic. And I do appreciate his time. Um, Mark, Don, if I were to want to eat a Philly cheesesteak sandwich, would you feel like you needed to talk me out of it because they're so horrible for me? No, I would just tell you to bring me one. <laughs> Mark would just tell you to bring it. That's funny. What were you saying, Don? Indeed not, sir. And why would you not feel the need to talk me out of a Philly cheesesteak sandwich? Because we've got a great Philly cheesesteak recipe that we have uh, taken from the Weight Watchers website <laughs> and linked Tapped for in you. Time if- warp. Can't <laughs> I'm 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 getting all your words tonight, but mine are just lacking. I, uh, I feel bad because I'm usually more oh. verbose, but oh well. Uh, yeah, we have a recipe for great Philly cheesesteak sandwiches. My wife and I have made, and um, they're actually really good. Four and a half uh, stars, people. Four and a half stars. Only seven points stars. if you're a Weight Watchers person. I, yes. I take cheesy, exception cheesy. to this recipe, by the way, because it has cheddar cheese on it. And Philly cheesesteaks don't have cheddar cheese on them. What they have? They have either provolone or cheese whiz. Processed American cheese. No cheddar. Go for, go well, for some low-fat provolone, then. You can find that in the grocery store. Meaty, cheesy, and great with cold beer. That's the description right there on the Weight Watchers website. Light beer, of course. Of course, of course. yeah. Of course, yes. it didn't tell you that the, the, the beer does not include in your seven points, people. I just want to warn you that's, about that. That's correct. So it's a little bit of a pain in the butt to, it calls for lean flank steak. It's a little bit of a pain in the butt to thinly slice flank steak. I didn't know that mm. when we put the recipe on the menu. So bear in mind, but it is very good. So give it a Fantastic. shot. See what you think. All right. Let us know in the forums what you think about it. Don, Mark, I appreciate you guys being here with us tonight. I hope that somebody out there that's been thinking about, you know, I just don't want to go to the gym, but maybe if I got some stuff here at the house, I start using it, may have the information in their grasp now to allow them to begin to make the steps toward being more healthy. If you want to get to that forum that Don was talking about, you can go to elementop.com. That's the production company that hosts this podcast for us each week, manned, commanded, and commandeered by Mark Cockrell. Uh, and on that website, we do have some forums and one of those forums that we do have is the healthy recipe tip forum. And we put almost weekly, if not bi-weekly, um, the recipes from our shows on there. We'd love to see some feedback. That's something we'd like to grow. Um, we get lots of views, lots of people go in there and look at the stuff, but not many people comment. I'd love to hear some comments. Appreciate you people that were in the, on the live stream today or in the chat room. And it, uh, I was totally remiss to not encourage you from the beginning of the show to jump in there and ask questions of Adam. And chime in. This is this is definitely interactive. Uh, Don Hart's stream listeners, 
every week now. He's heart, heart and stream listeners. Do you also heart, heart chatters, Don, still? Do you heart chatters? There you they heart are. chatters as well. Awesome. Still heart them as two. As two. As two. We Man, did get a, really, I'm so failed tonight on words. <laughs> words I'm so is failed. Fail. Tonight. I'm so failed tonight. We also got a uh, topic suggestion from the chat room today. They ask if we've done a topic fo- focusing on how to get healthy and get fit while staying on a budget if you can't afford a gym or the equipment. And so that might be a great topic for us to talk to topic for us to topple to tackle to top it to tabby tabby about how you know what's the what's the least inexpensive no that'd be the least expensive what's the cheapest way you can get fit because we don't want the least inexpensive we want the most inexpensive this is a new show on the network tightwad fitness (laughs) there you go sweet let's do it we can do a tightwad fitness episode that's what we can call it that'll be great so uh, if you have any questions for me, you have a question for Adam that you thought of as you're listening to this podcast, you know, a week later, month later, don't call him, but email me, double A-R-O-N, that's Aaron, A-A-R-O-N at com, and I will pass that on to Adam, or if you have questions for me, myself, or Don, or Mark, um, I'll be happy to fill Again, those questions. And we love show topics. Wow, this show is just falling apart at the seams tonight. This is crazy. We cannot talk, apparently. Oh, we cannot oh, talk. words are not good tonight. Okay, uh, bye. Hopefully in the soon, hopefully in the soon we'll be. <laughs> <laughs> it just gets worse. Hopefully in the near future, we'll be tackling uh, also the, the paleo diet. Um, that's something my wife and I have been discussing. Maybe we can get Steve Cam back on to talk about the paleo diet specifically. That'd be awesome. And um, just some diets in general. One of the big crazes that's at least running around in some of the circles that I know is the Vasalis shake diet right now. Um, and I'm not a. Not a fan of most things that are weird or out or strange. That's um, me. That's my department. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not knocking the Vasala shake diet, but I. And just, we are a fan of you, Don. Yes, indeed. Yeah. It's just the question is, are you going to drink shakes for the rest of your life? And if not, you know, do you have a plan when you get off of them? That kind of thing. Just the 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 extra risk doing something out of the ordinary, like the ACG diet or those kind of things. Add so anything Martin, like that something? just reminds me of the cabbage soup diet from the '80s, and it just <laughs> the grapefruit blurred. diet. Yeah, I, I just, it just, uh, there's nothing attractive to me about just eating one thing every day for the rest of my life. Or what was that, the three day diet where you eat the same things for three days and then you take off for four days or something like that? Well, one of my friends is doing uh, a thing recently where you eat 100 calories an hour while you're awake. And so you just eat 100 calories an hour all day long and you eat all day long. His only problem, though, is he's an insomniac, so he ends up eating 2,300 calories a day. <laughs> so he had to kind of kind of mix some one meal and workout stuff in with uh, 100 calories an hour type thing, and, and he's not a big guy, so he doesn't need 2,300 calories a day. He needs about 1,500 calories a day. So. All right, gentlemen, um, as always, just leave our listeners with our fond adieu of remember, before starting any diet or exercise program, lifting weights, jogging in place, or making a jump rope out of a guitar cable, it's recommended that you consult your healthcare provider. The boss